It's Thursday, and it's time for Max. We taking it to the max. We about to relax. It's Thursday, and you know what that means. It's time to take it to the max. Say what? Take it to the max. Take it to the max. Chill and relax. Because we are about to take it to the Max. So yeah, it's it's Thursday, and you know what that means. <laughs> Fuck. What the shit? <laughs> Welcome. I was in a good mood this morning. <laughs> Welcome to Max Wrestling episode 323. This is your captain speaking. That was Mike Larkin. <laughs> Take it to the max. Brilliant. I mean, it's nice to have a different intro. Yeah, right? man. I was uh, all happy. We we need to hit up Madison to do a a collaboration. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the max. <laughs> of course, we're also joined by LFA Motors Marquez and Travis Walker Anderson. Good morning. Morning, morning. Travis is silent at the moment. He's still waking up. Coming up this week, uh, Red Velvet somehow got a women's title match. Hoes oh. are on Raw and some motherfucking zombies. Oh, oh, when oh. you touched that hose, I saw that with the Godfather comment, and I sent it to the group. I don't know if you guys let's, saw it. So, let, let's so what let's they, call him by his real name. What's that? The Bob Faber. The Bob <laughs> Nice. I am taking credit for that. No, I have seen nobody else write it. I'm trademarking it and copywriting it and doing everything. But did you see the photo? Because it's very much of a comparison of when the Beatdown Clan, when him and MVP were together in 2014, when Bobby hey. Lashley beat Eric Young for the title. They did the exact same thing. Yeah, some, somehow every time Bobby Lashley gets a world title, he gets hose, even though he's married. Well, I don't think he's with Crystal Marshall anymore. Oh, yeah, they got divorced, yeah. Yeah. Then, so knock, he, then he, knock yourself he, out. <laughs> hey, y'all. Yeah, right. Bobby. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, now is the time to hit the subscribe button, like and share us on Facebook, and subscribe to our audio streams on all podcast platforms. And as we get started, we also say sayonara, Drake Wirtz, you garbage piece of shit human. Okay. Go ahead, Mike. You, you've been so, dying for this. So, as, as someone who is a man of faith and a man, a disciple of Christ in his own right, Mr. Drake Words, Mr. Drake Younger, whatever you want to call it yourself, and as someone who has restored his faith and is feeling good, spiritually connected, if you will, as they call it, I swear, people, not all Catholics are like him. Because I'm going to say right now, when it comes to this gentleman, when you're doing what you're doing at your job from a Zoom standpoint, and you're saying it's a God thing, and you're quoting the 45th president, Donald Trump, I say, F you, sayonara, like you said, good riddance, get out of here. All right, You know what I'm saying? It's one of those things where you're in an environment like that, and you have a mask policy in your place of work, and you just want to spread this bullshit with this propaganda I'm going to say the word propaganda and I'm going to say right now fucking Florida one more time if that's how you feel get out you don't need that drama if you don't like it get the fuck out deal with it because we have a mask mandate we all have to wear masks if you don't like it whatever 
Okay, I have to say right now, and when it comes to masks, all you have to do is put it on. There's going to be a time and a place where vaccinations are still going out the wazoo, where we're all not going to have to wear masks. So stay with it for the time that we have longer with it, all right? And stop with the kids and wearing masks. What you can do as a parent is explain to the kids why we have to wear masks and what everything that's going on. You don't have to just say, oh, well, my kid says this. No, if you actually be a parent and explain to the kid why, you know, we got to wear a mask, maybe, just maybe, you know, have a little more parenting skills, you dumb shit, you fucking death match son of a bitch fuck you and have a nice day i stole the iron sheik's line go ahead <laughs> luckily drake wasn't alive in world war Two. no it, these kids should not be wearing gas masks fucking, it just he boggles my mind and like i said number one fucking florida and number two this guy was a death match wrestler so he's not the brightest bulb on the christmas tree <laughs> there's probably more bulbs brighter bulbs been smashed over his head Good Lord. And and that's the thing, too. And I had to make it so apropos, like, not all Catholics think like this. We're not, like, always, you know, ugh. he's just too traditionalist and he's too up Trump's ass. And it just it makes my head hurt because everything he just said was just. I mean, there's, there's been more stories come out lately, too, like, not just about the whole mask thing, but uh, aggressively walking out on Triple H's BLM speech last year. Oh, well, he he's one of those guys that pushes his beliefs on people and you just want to smack him. Not just the God thing, not just everything in general with how he feels. He's just the type of guy that'll push his beliefs on you. Like Austin Aries pushing the vegan thing on you. It's just he's one of those people. Dumb shit. He's one of those people. I would have paid to see Ezra Judge beat up Drake Wirtz. Oh, I would <laughs> He's a big guy. Like shit. I'll, I'll put five on that one. <laughs> well, okay, Mister, I've got five on it. Moses, you posted in friggin' RWT about Sayonara to him as well. You were very happy to see Drake go. Well, I'm with I'm with you. I mean, my whole thing is is like I'm at the point where it's like you know what you want to live by you want to live and die by that dude's words. Fucking go right ahead, bud, and do me a favor, shoot yourself in the foot while you're <laughs> at it. You know what yes. I mean, you can hobble around like a dumb shit. The mask thing, bro. Look, you fucking don't even work outside, bro. Like, who gives a shit? Your company's trying to be helpful of everybody to the fuck else, bro. I work outside. Go work outside in fucking Florida and have to wear the bitch. Then I guess you can. You have a spot to complain. You know, go be a construction worker. Go be a fucking landscaper. Go be one of these uh, outside fucking food vendors. Go be one of these cats. You know what I mean? And then throw your fucking bitch fit over here with all that. And then I see this dude. He was standing up in some fucking city council gimmick screaming and yelling about some bullshit. Like, yeah. bro. There's a, there's a saying we have in Cali, and it, and it fucking, I'm sure it, it, it scours the world. It's called stay in your lane. Mm -hmm. And when you work for WWE, partner, you don't need to be going to no city, nothing, yelling and screaming about nothing. Sit your ass at home, have your fucking opinion behind a closed door, go your ass to work and shut the fuck up. But now, now you're gone. And that's great because you were a fucking pain in the ass ref anyway. Whatever. Fuck out of here, bud. You're a nobody now. So good go go fight Nick Kate. Go fight Nick Gage so he can, you know, make you kind of sort of relevant for a little bit longer and then get the fuck off my TV. He's one of those guys as well, because he was talking about being like a youth coach as well in baseball and stuff in that teacher in that teacher's board meeting and everything. Oh, you ain't teaching my fucking kid. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just like, bro, like you also there. I'm sure there's some coaches that do have mess on when they're on the field that don't act like, you know, it just, oh, it, it, he just, everything he said, he was talking out of his ass. And he just, like I said, he cut like a wrestling promo in front of the school board. And then the yeah, woman he did. And the woman was the best in it. Cause the oh, hold on. Wait a minute. Pause. It was a fucking school board. 
Yeah, that was the school board. That was oh, the school meeting that they were. I would have thrown his bitch ass out. It was the superintendent. Yeah, he, uh, the he skipped an NXT meeting to uh, NXT taping to go there. To go there, yeah. So the best. Hold was... on, wait, wait a minute. All right, go ahead. You Mark. skipped. You skipped. Yes. Oh, I hold the fucking was... phone here. You skipped work. The shit that pays you, like probably like, let's be realistic here, probably about a hundred, hundred fifty thousand a year. Let's keep it funky. About a hundred fifty thousand a year. You skip work to go screaming and yelling, not at a not at a state protest gimmick, not at a, a fucking district, not a city, a motherfucking school district. Yeah, you went bitching to the superintendent over some dumb shit. <laughs> the best was he's going on this speech and the superintendent behind the board behind the desk there is going sir your time is up and he goes I'm, I'm almost done I'm wrapping it up and then he's still going on and on and preaching and then she's like sir your time is about to be up and it's just hilarious because she's like pretty much telling him alright get up get out of here and then you hear the one woman in the background yell wrap it up and it's hilarious yeah I fucking started clapping when I heard that lady I was like that's what I'm fucking talking about you know who should have wrapped it up who daddy words Oh, all right, you're going there. You're going there. Like your style. Like your style. Speaking of bigots. Uh, uh, wrap it up, you need to wrap it up, box. Wrap it up, B. Ru- rumor up. has it Jackson Riker is in line for a world Don't. title push. No. Why? No. Well, I mean, like, yeah, that was my reaction, and if it does happen, I ain't watching WWE. Mm-hmm. No, I don't want to watch it like now. Sure. Technically speaking, he did have an Impact World title match back in the day. Remember when... Well, <laughs> nobody knew he was a douchebag in Impact. What? Magnus, of all people. Magnus. Yeah. I was just to say the same thing. Did everybody know he was a big old doucher? Nope. All right, then. I just... I loved how, like, the whole roster went after him went on when he posted that shit on Twitter. Like, Kevin Owens especially. Ah, oh, it was great. Right? Of all the fucking people to fucking saw you down, Kevin Owens, bro, you should be embarrassed. But here's my whole thing. Let's be, let's let let's take this part out of the out of the spectrum. You know what I mean? I get it. I'm already gonna. I can already feel some fucking WWE marks breathing down my neck. But you gotta give him his credit as a wrestler. What fucking credit, bud? <laughs> Where? <laughs> what fucking credit? He's fucking Elias's fucking jerk off towel man. You know what I mean? Like, I, what the fuck is? This guy is irrelevant to the fullest degree. I don't even think he's really had a real match on any show. I mean, I don't know. I don't watch him, so I don't give a fuck. But the point of the matter is is the cat has no steam, so why in the fuck would you just throw him in the title picture? So I respect what he's done and fought for our country. That's great. But the guy himself is a piece of shit and a racist. But I also look at it from a stance, too. Like, when he came in with the Forgotten Sons, what they were doing in NXT into the main roster, he was just like, okay— Here's Steve Cutler. Here's Wesley Blake. They're going to wrestle. Oh, and here's our big guy who's going to beat your ass after the match. And he only had like a couple matches. And now all of a sudden, since his boys are fired after being with Baron Corbin, here he is in purgatory doing nothing. Now they just put him with Elias. I mean, I want to say like, what was it, like a year ago when he was, when they were in NXT, I was like, why haven't you unleashed this guy? Do something with this guy. Do something with this guy. Well, guess what? They didn't do shit. I forgot about them. They were the Forgotten Sons. Well, their fucking names stuck to the letters, okay? I <laughs> forgot them. And and then, and like I said, so then you you have the, the fact that he's a giant doucher, and then he does absolutely nothing. And so why in the absolute fuck would he be considered for a fucking world title picture? 
before he was he was so it's uh, he's skipping the mid cards. He ain't good. He, he's too good for the mid card. He's too good for a tag title. Well, that's what they're can't that's be what a twenty four seven fucking geek. Well, that, well, yeah, that's what they're doing right now. It's it's, it's going to be AJ and Omos and Omos who are now faces against Elias and Jack. Hold Wright. on, what? I think it's hilarious that he's feuding with Omos. <laughs> I know. <And> how? <laughs> how? What? I'm so lost. They had, on Raw, they had a match with AJ and Elias, and what happened was... No, when they, the fuck these cats become faces? Well, uh, last night on Raw. Well, Monday on Raw. Yeah, they're, they're kind of flippy floppy right now. Yeah. This is why I don't watch this shit. <laughs> Well, my thing also with Jackson Riker, too, I look at it from a stance, too. Like, he's also a guy who killed... I mean, they were starting to do some stuff with the Forgotten Sons last year, like when they were in the SmackDown Tag Division, but one tweet cost them their push, which, again, all he had to do was shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up! And the other two got fired. Yeah. I mean, one right, one of them the kind of... Up, maybe they wouldn't have got fired. Yeah, one of them kind of only has himself to blame. Yeah, that's true. Big hit. <laughs> Also, speaking of tag teams, uh, RK Bro now yes. seems to be feuding with New Day. Um, now, Kofi gets an upset over Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. Then later in the same night, he pins Bobby Lashley. So he's, he pinned Randy Orton and Bobby Lashley in the same night. Go Kofi. And then I mean, after the show, WWE on Fox put out uh, a social media post, would you like to see Kofi get another world title run? So... Maybe another push for Kofi. Kofi Mania 2.0. They're trying to go for it, man. If if it does happen, I'd, I'd want to see him go solo because the New Day is the only thing kind of holding him back. Like yep. he, he had the world title run, lost the world title, and went instantly back into the whole New Day gimmick. You know what made me laugh about Kofi this week on Raw? So they're backstage and they're all like going at it, right? They're chit-chatting and they're going after Orton. Was and it he's telling like, I ain't waiting another nine years. And I'm like, bro, you faced him two years ago for the title. Are you serious? He, he was like, we did it in 2009. We did it again in 2019. I'm not waiting another 10 years. I just laughed Jeez. my butt off. It was great. <laughs> oh. I okay, so let me, because I, I, I love Kofi, okay? But, yes. But here comes a little bit of hate. No, not really, though. Y'all say, like, he's got to go solo. He's got to get away from the New Day. Last time I checked, bro, he when he was world champ, he was still like real New Day-ish, cartoon-ish, yeah. throwing pancakes and shit. You know what I mean? So I, I, I can't take him seriously. Now, granted, I don't, I don't need him to be, you know, put on a Jamaican accent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's that's not what I mean. But I need to take him seriously. But he needs to go solo. But if he needs to, if 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 he really wants to do a world title run. I'm with Daz. It has to be on a solo run, and it, it really has to be completely away from the New Day. Don't let him sneak over to the next brand. And Oh, hey, but, you know, remember the pancake days and the, the time we came out dressed as Sands at WrestleMania? Like, no, fuck, no. Get away from that yeah. and let him be a fucking competitor. And then, you know what? We might take him a little more seriously. We won't actually have to, you know... Do we want him as champion or do we want him to be a New Day guy? Do we want him as champion? We don't have to juggle that. It's okay, cool. We could take him seriously as a singles dude. Yeah, it was it was less Kofi Mania and more New Day Mania. Just one of them happens to have the world title. Exactly. Now it would have been better if like they they had all the belt, but it is what it is. They I, they did briefly, but then Biggie and Xavier lost the tag team titles. God damn. Because obviously 
it's a hot potato with a new day. Tag team title win, hot tag team title loss, tag team title win, tag team title loss. They're the wiggles of the WWE. Hot potato, yeah. hot potato. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so glad my kid never got into that. Uh, unfortunately, the Ripley-Charlotte-Asuka story is continuing, which means Charlotte is still in the title picture. Uh, I'm guessing we're going towards Ripley versus Charlotte at Heck in a Cell. Yeah. Of course, bro. Man, now with Alexa Bliss, I will say this. I just have to go over her for a second. So yeah. she had to meet it. Well, here's the funny thing. Here's the continuity about that. You, so mean, you t- don't have to, but okay. Yeah. All right, hold on. The... T- Tamina thing was great with her facial expression because if you remember when Alexa started to like transition and to transform into what we have now, remember she's the one that broke the coffee cup and uh, Tamina was in there with Nikki Cross, that whole backstage segment on SmackDown, so there's some continuity. You got Natty sitting there, just all you know, my favorite color's pink, oh my favorite color's black and blue, and you're like, lucky that Lily likes you. So they have the match, Natty and Tamina win, because she goes after Reginald, she put that voodoo (laughs) on Reginald, blinding him, and it makes sense with Nia Jax, they the former best friends. She beat her for the women's title. Shayna Baszler made sense because Ronda beat her for the Raw Women's Championship. So, man, there's a lot of similarities there with who she's going after. Let me tell you what didn't make sense. Go ahead, bro. So, Alexa shows up on the stage mid-match, and all the commentators acknowledge this. The camera cuts to Alexa Bliss. Hey, what's Alexa Bliss doing on stage? The whole thing happens with Reginald. He gets blinded by this blazing fire from the corner. Then you just hear Alexa Bliss giggling throughout the Thunderdome, and Corey Graves probably says about 12 times, who's that laughing? What, what's that? Where's that coming from? You literally just acknowledge Alexa Bliss. Like 30 Reason seconds ago. 17,500 something. Why I don't watch Raw and SmackDown. <laughs> what the fuck? It, is, did they just have short-term memory on the commentary table? No, they're all stoned. <laughs> That's the and problem. They're all, like fucking Randy Orton's probably like, you know, bro, I get down on the low, you know, and fucking Matt Riddle's like, I don't give a shit. And now everybody's getting <laughs> fucking stoned. Like, all the women at, at ringside, too, uh, Nia, Shayna, Natalia, Tamina, they were all so confused when they heard the laughing. Like, you just saw Alexa on stage. What like, are you so come confused on. about? Uh, by the way. <laughs> I'm so happy I found this. I have, every time Alexa comes out with the voodoo, I have the song that should be playing behind her. You ready for this? Is it voodoo? No. Oh. It's something I found from my back in the day in my Disney days. Here we go. Oh, I was thinking more God's name. What you do, what you do with your voodoo? What you doing to me? Man, so weird. 99, taking it back. Mackenzie Phillips, the whole nine. My goodness, voodoo. I was so happy I found that back in the days of 99 Disney. Anyway, I digress. Go ahead, Des. Uh, Yeah, I was thinking more Godsmack, but okay. I was (laughs) thinking the same shit. Godsmack works too, but I found that the other day, and I'm like, you know what? That kind of fits, and I love that episode because, again, you have the voodoo doll. You have them putting that spell on me. You know what I'm saying? It has that little flair to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we know now why Bray is off TV, so you can kind of understand it a little more, but they obviously had absolutely no plans on what to do with Alexa to cover Bray's time off, and it shows. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. What the fuck's up with Bray? The, he's, he's having a hard time dealing with uh, Brody. He's mourning, and he's got wow. mental health issues, they were saying, right? Was it mental yeah, health? Yeah. Okay. okay, never mind. I was going to say, I was like, is Which, he injured again from doing nothing? Yeah, I mean, it also explains why we all thought he looked so skinny when he came back, and we all thought it was Bo Dallas. 
Like he lost a yeah, lot of weight. Yeah, you can. I mean, he did look a lot smaller, and I'm like, oh, is that trim? And it's like, probably not. Mm. Uh, well, I mean, hopefully we see him back sooner rather than later. Um, well, I mean, SummerSlam will be his second anniversary as the Fiend. Yes. Well, did you see his tweet? Miss me yet? And hashtag zombies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the no. freaking zombies. Jeez. They, he, I told you, he foreshadowed it for the paper because Damian Priest is in the back talking about, you know, I don't care if it's Raw Superstars, SmackDown Superstars. I don't even care if it's zombies out there. Hence, we get zombie lumberjacks. And somebody tweeted Batista and said, yo, I can't take this shit. And he's like, why the fuck are you complaining to me? I'm on a plane right now. Sell it to Vince. Yeah, I didn't book this. I didn't book this. <laughs> I mean, I was okay with the, the whole opening to Backlash um, being kind of a mix of an opening video and basically an advert for Army of the Dead with Batista narrating the whole thing and just a ton of clips of the movie. Okay, I, I can deal with that. Nice little publicity. No. But uh, no. obviously I skimmed through Backlash the next morning because I couldn't watch it live and I just came across the Lumberjack match and so wait a minute. Are those so Oh, what the fuck? It, I'll be honest. The card was good. Sheamus and Ricochet killed it on the kickoff. There was a mm. lot of good matches. Mm -hmm. Once I saw that, uh, you know what reminded me of again? God rest his soul, Tim Arson. Reminded me of the ECW zombie yeah. getting killed by the Sandman. <laughs> oh, man. Corey Graves even said, no, we're not relaunching ECW. Yeah, he did. <laughs> so, look, I got to say this like this. Uh, WWE grossed uh, like 970-something million, close to a motherfucking billion dollars, okay? This fucking movie or this whatever did not give you anywhere near the amount of fucking money relevant to do the bullshit you fucking did. Like, did, let that sink in. I don't give a fuck if these some bitches paid you $5 million, which they didn't, by the way. I know how much they fucking paid them. And I wasn't no fuck. It wasn't even close to a million. It wasn't even half a fucking million. Yeah, we're not this even... shit was, you grow so much motherfucking money, bro, you're going to embarrass yourself like this? We're, we're not even releasing it over here. It's going straight to Netflix. I mean, no, that means... It, but, but my bad, it is a Netflix show. That's what I'm saying. It's on Netflix. So it's like, you know you didn't get no money from it. We know you didn't get no money from it. You went way over the motherfucking top. It ain't even summer, partner. It's not even fall. You know what I mean? You, you could have did this shit in September and called it Halloween. I wouldn't have given a fuck. It's motherfucking May, bro. <laughs> like what in the hell? I, I will yeah, say those are some well-trained zombies, though, man. Is for zombies that want to eat your brains, they abided by the rules of that lumberjack match. And apparently, well, they just like cartilage because now the fucking Miz is out. Yeah, you remember well, the he... uh, the zombie entrance on one of the two K gate, or maybe it was before two K on one of the WWE games, and they just walked straight into the ring. Oh, is that the SmackDown vs. Raw uh, 2011 with the Undertaker, Santino, Morella, and Finley? Uh, Possibly, yeah. Yeah. And what the fuck? Yeah, they, 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 there's the one where Undertaker turns them into zombies. They never finished the goddamn storylines. They always got into the creative <laughs> shit. Yeah, you, you like, was, but that was me, though. I'm, I'm terrible at that. When it comes to the games, it's one of those things where it's like sometimes the, the storylines and the video games and the road to WrestleManias that we have are better than what we see on TV. Yeah, yeah even if they are more far-fetched. Exactly. Who's but, that? But um, this, we we this did... 
Mm. Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. No, I was going to say the stance, too, is also – I'm sorry for cutting you off, but it's like, god dang, man, when you see what they're doing with the zombies and being well-behaved and then the next night you have John Morrison just take them on with everybody. Oh, here's Monsoor. It feels so good to be a lumberjack. Jack! And you get Nikki Cross in there, and WWE even acknowledged it on Twitter. Like, oh, hi, Nikki Cross. Yeah, thankfully we had another lumberjack match the next night, but it wasn't with zombies. And Nikki Cross was the only woman out there. Yes. Uh, because they have no idea what to do with Nikki Cross. I, you have such a talent there, and it just, ugh. She, she's really been working hard to to get in shape too. I mean, you can see a difference in her. The only thing I could think about during that lumberjack match on Raw was: Could you imagine if Nikki Cross went to AEW and she just had like? A role with uh, John Silver. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> but we can't have nice things, Trav. No. Nah. I know. Yeah, I mean, we had Never. another eight people released from NXT uh, over the last 24 hours. Was not shocked about Marmaduke. I had a feeling Marmaduke was gone. <laughs> yeah, but they kept uh, Marina Shafir. Well, of the two. She's to be doing something with Roddy. <laughs> yeah. Well, of the two, she's a lot better than Justin Well, Duke. yeah. But uh, we haven't seen working, either of them in the ring for better so long. looking, and I don't know about working, though. Uh, I mean, when they had them for a couple like a couple of matches in the tag scene, I would say out of the two, Marina was the better in ring over yeah. friggin' Jessica Duke. Now, Jessica Duke could just go back to do twitching or MMA, you know what I'm saying? Like, she could do what she's going to do. Uh, Vanessa Bourne they got rid of, too, and Vanessa Bourne was with Aaliyah for a little bit. Yeah, I'm not surprised on Vanessa Bourne. She never really amounted to anything, and I haven't seen her on TV in so long. And Alexander Wolf. Well, yeah, I mean, we'll get to NXT, but um, I didn't expect him to get released. I just thought they were doing something different with him. Um, and then, of course, main event on Raw was... Oh, we all, actually, we didn't mention that Rhea cost Charlotte her match against Asuka. And then the main event, it was almost a mirror image as Drew McIntyre cost Lashley his match against Kofi. Both ended up with a roll-up. The fruit roll-up, man. The fruit so roll-up. As our... Our truth has found out with a 24-7 title. The roll-up is the most lethal move in wrestling. Tozawa with the almost, ninja. Almost a guaranteed free count. <laughs> Friggin', they remember the 24-7 title. They had Akira Tozawa, go ninja, go ninja, go, wins a 24-7 title. And then on the back side of things, friggin' Angel Garza's embarrassing Drew Gulak again, shoving that rose down his throat. Man. Oh, yeah. Uh, gets a rose down another orifice. I mean, what's next? Is it going up his nose? Yeah. Up um, your nose. Up your, I was about to say up your nose with a rubber hose. Would this be up your nose with a rose? As as ridiculous as it is, the whole ninja gimmick, um, Akira's hour was great, just slowly creeping towards Truth backstage. I mean, right at the beginning of the interview, you can just see Akira on all fours, like at, at the top of the staircase, with his head poking around the corner. And he slowly crawls down the stairs and then rolls him up. Wow. <laughs> That's what he did. It was it was the twenty four seven title, man. Oh, Kiritazawa won. Why does the goddamn twenty four seven geek run around the whole fucking arena title sound way better than anything <laughs> else happening on this show? Um, also, nobody alluded to the fact that Truth was like, "There's a twenty four seven open challenge." No, it's it's Bobby Lashley's got an open it's, challenge. Like, wait a minute, twenty four seven's always open challenge. I was just gonna say, isn't it always? <laughs> You can get pinned while you asleep, right? 
Oh. Now then, for the good side of WWE. But first, make sure you visit our website, maxwrestling.net, for all your Max Wrestling information, history, stats, and facts. Man, when it comes to the stats and facts, we got promo records, trivia records, we got predictions, title reigns combined. We got a whole lot of stacks and facts. Keep yourself intact. That's a fact. Wiggity, wiggity, wacky. We make you want to jump. Crisscross on that bitch. We are Max. Yes, uh, including combined days as predictions champion is now added to the website so travis has the longest single reign at 42 days uh mike you have the most combined days at 117 all right and of course most rings uh chad did tie with you on seven last time but you just pulled back again this weekend all right Here's the thing that pissed me off because the goddamn Mysterios won the tag titles from them dirty dogs that yeah. were dogs. They called it. They put a couch on this mofo and Dominic Mysterio. They tossed the couch on him. You know, they said, they said, have a seat. Here's the big comfy couch, you son of a bitch. And then he comes out valiantly and then he hits that frog splash on Robert Roode to win the tag titles. Father and son were going into Father's Day as the tag champs. It's a feel good moment and they get the dub. Mm-hmm. Why um, didn't you just wait? Then and just That's give it to him point. on Father's Day. That's my mm-hmm. point. And not to sound like somebody that knows some shit, but why the fuck wouldn't you just fucking wait? But I get it, whatever. But don't don't make them motherfuckers lose this shit on Father's Day. I'll really fucking quit watching this shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh Well, Tony Storm finally got a win over Zoe Stark um, on NXT to kick things off. I mean. How many times did Zoe beat her? Twice? So it's like 2-1 now? Twice, yep. But yeah, Tony, Tony finally got a win. So, thankfully. But after the match, Frankie Monet reminds everybody of her debut next week. Uh, I mean, I thought she was just coming out to challenge Tony Storm originally. Yeah, I thought the same. First and foremost, did you see that new finisher that she did? That Storm's End Man? My God. Very what nice. the fuck is that? It she looked- tripped me out. It looked like a brain buster, man. That's what I thought it was. I couldn't. I was like, I guess I caught it like glancing. I got to rewatch it. I caught it at all glancing. I was like, what in the fuck? That's not true. Okay. Looking like the looking the gif of it. It's kind of like she hip tosses her over almost like a judo throw. And then it turns into like a brain buster. But thankfully that, that if you take that wrong, man, you are done with your career. My goodness. Yeah. That's going to be gnarly. Man. Definitely check that out. Uh, so who who are we expecting Frankie Monet to face next week in a debut match? A fucking jobber. <laughs> yeah. Aaliyah, uh, fucking, uh, who else? So who else is a fucking uh, geek? Uh, who's a fucking Jessica Mayer? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they just released, like, three female jobbers from NXT, so could have been one of them. No, yeah, because they got to make cuts because, you know, they didn't make no money this last year. Well, they, of course they... not. Well, they claimed it was budget cuts for the uh, the release. What budget? That fucking budget is ridiculously high. Well, like, what made me laugh is like that day and like this week they're having tryouts. So I'm like, what? They're retarded. Uh, yeah, I said it. <laughs> Not even gonna apologize. Nope. Sorry. That's, this is one of those <laughs> things where it's you know what I mean. It's the shoe fits and it fits, pal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm also still trying to figure out this damn finisher from Tony Storm. I've got it on my screen right now. It's just what the fuck. See, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm glad I'm not the only one. It, it it's like a video game glitch, but it it works. Yes. It's like the creative finisher. Yeah, it is like a creative finisher exactly. 
Um, Rushed back for to finish on shit. We we already knew Ted DiBiase was going to be on NXT this week, but they still kind of tried to make it a surprise as he cost Cameron yeah, right. Grimes' match against Jake Atlas. Eh, I mean they were having it was it was fun little match. I, I was somewhat enjoying it. it. wasn't like the greatest thing I've ever seen. And then DiBiase comes out, and I'm just like, oh hey. And then he that's it. And I'm like, oh. And fucking Cameron Grimes chases him. Down. And I'm like, okay, this is going to get funny. Yeah. And he just says one line. He's like, oh, but you're still not the million-dollar man. I'm like, well, yeah, no shit. He showed up in his friggin' expensive car just to distract Cameron Grimes and then leave. Yep. That's what you do when you're a million-dollar man. What an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as, as we said, uh, Alexander Wolf has been released, um, but he was kicked out of Imperium this week after losing to Killian Dane. Pretty brutally. I, I mean, I honestly thought it was going somewhere else. Uh, like maybe Killian Dane would feel sorry for him, team up again. I don't know. Well, for me, I look at it from a stance as you have the former two Sanity members facing each other. And what I think is very cool about Alexander Wolf is, God dang, man, we got Eric Young over there in Violent by Design and Impact Wrestling have Alexander Wolf yeah. go over and join his former Sanity brother. The only thing is, I can't compare Alexander Wolf to a Hollywood celebrity. Uh, I'm trying. Yeah, nobody, nobody springs to mind. You got, you've got to look like a Hollywood actor to join Violent by Design. Shit. <laughs> like, I'm really trying right now. I'm like, he's got to look like somebody. He He's very unique looking, is uh, yeah. Alexander Wolf. Yeah. Unless he's he changes like his appearance before going to Impact, then maybe we'll uh, we'll compare him. I don't know about all that. But okay. Oh, wait, what's, what's, the, what's his name? The Ben Foster. There you go. He looks like Ben Foster. Hold on. Where's my guy? He was in Hostage with Bruce Willis. I... Fuck. I know. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. Uh, Yes. Oh, yeah. He was also Falcon in the X-Men. Oh, it's my dude from the the mechanic. The bird bird guy. The bird fucker. Yeah. The bird. Did you ever ever get a chance to see the mechanic? Uh, Yes. Years ago, I think. Yeah, him and Jason Statham. Yeah. Okay. Damn I'm, look- good. I'm looking at the photo of Ben Foster. I can definitely see that. Okay. Now now you can join Violent by Design. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. Gigantic <laughs> Ben Foster. I love it. <laughs> okay, where was next? Uh, Legado del Fantasma. Uh, surprisingly defeated Champer and Thatcher. I honestly think it was the wrong decision because Champer and Thatcher were on fire for the whole match. Yeah, the match was fucking great. And then all of a sudden, goddamn uh, the grizzled young bitch come out here to move, and I'm like, you fuckers. And then it was, that was it. I'm like, oh, that will wait to just tell me to go fuck myself. Yeah, I think it's this kind of topsy-turvy booking that's turning people off NXT. Well, because, I mean, like, it, it was a good-ass match. I was enjoying myself. I was like, okay, cool. This feels like old-school NXT for a little bit. And then I got a fucking finish that I would see on a Monday night. Yeah. And I'm like, no thanks. I mean, it funny we started getting distractions and DQ finishes in NXT when Road Dog became Booker. <sighs> that fucking geek. Like, dude, <laughs> go away. Like, I get it, dude. You've been in the fucking, you know, WWF since fucking 1996. I get it. Or 95, excuse me. I, You don't need to, like, fucking suck the cock on the air, bud. Okay? Like, 
you don't have to be that style all day, every day, twice on Sundays. You know what I'm saying? Like, right? Fucking well, it's, hell! It's funny because we were talking about this last year, last week about why NXT has been sucking all of us. And mm-hmm. then I realized after we did the show, I'm like, goddamn Road Dog, goddamn Road Dog. It's that D O double G. It's like he's ruining SmackDown. I'm gonna go ruin NXT yeah. now. Ooh, I gotta go kill NXT. Yep. I mean, they should just let Sean keep booking. You saw that AEW thing, or the A and E thing, and fucking, I was like, dude, yeah, that was great. Why, when why when it was Sean and Triple like, H, it was great. Mm-hmm. They bring in Road Dog and it starts sucking. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, stop. like, well, they got Sean for NXT UK and him to like really be high on Jordan Devlin, that son of a bitch. Then and send all. that fucker up. Then send Road Dog to the, uh, NXT UK. Shit. No, he's not killing that for me. We get Kaylee Ray and Mako <laughs> Horror coming up. I will be pissed if Road Dog goes to the UK. He could pip pip Cheerio his ass on out of there. Yeah. Fuck him. Kaylee Ray would not let Road Dog kill her. Kaylee Ray would <laughs> fuck shit up. Whatever, up. champion. Uh, more questionable booking now. We had a couple of segments with Indian Candice in a spa. Now, uh, I know Travis liked this one. Uh, so Indy discovers that Candice is the one who sent the flowers to Ember and Shotzi. Because apparently, credit card companies will just tell anybody about your purchase history. <laughs> <laughs> they, no, like, it made they no sense. Won't. We we called your credit card company and they said it's not it's to check it wasn't a problem on our end and they said you went to a florist three weeks ago. Wait, what? Oh yeah, because that's not hey, we, fucking we confidential. We asked where you guys got fucking lunch. You know what I mean? So we asked the credit card company. <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> Talk about Poor invasion damn. of privacy. Poor damn uh, Dexter Loomis, just like what a loser. Yeah. Oh, oh I know. <laughs> I felt bad for the fucker. I'm like, but God then, damn it. Then there at the second one, uh, she just gets up running away. He still loves me. He still loves me. Oh fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, Road Dog so, definitely wrote this. Oh yeah. <laughs> Reminds me of um white chicks when oh, <laughs> his wife is friggin' well. <laughs> Oh, he's getting the women's clothing and he's in the dressing room. He's in the fitting room. And she's asking about why is this on the credit card? You spent $200. It reminds me of Marlon Wayne's wife and white chicks. <laughs> or uh, Kevin's dad at the end of Home Alone 2. Yes. Kevin, you spent $967 on room service. <laughs> yeah. Great. I mean, it was all ice cream and, you know, cookies. Hey, that the essentials, baby. Yeah. That- that kid was in sugar heaven is what he was in, man. He was in sugar heaven. He was. I'm surprised he didn't crash halfway through the battle against Joe Pesci. and uh, I always forget the other one's name. Marv, whoever played him. Daniel Stern. Daniel Marv. Stern, yes. I didn't remember the motherfucker's name was Marv, but all right. <laughs> Marvin Harry. Yep. There you go. Uh, also, oh yeah, we got a couple of squash matches. Saray squashed Aaliyah, obviously. Uh, oh, what the fuck was this goddamn fucking motherfucker wearing, bro? This uh fucking uh goddamn, what's his name right now? Ah, uh, Robert, 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 Robert Stone. What the fuck was this cat wearing? Does he no, ever wear anything that. normal? No. Okay, don't you dare fucking uh, 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 downplay this fucking suit. <laughs> this cat looked like he was straight out of the nineteen fifties, boy. Like he. Dropped out of the club. He had chains hanging off his shit. The fucking the hat killed me. I fucking fell out of my goddamn dining room chair 
laughing looking at this fucking kid in his hat. I was like, what <laughs> in the fuck is on your head, bud? Do you you um you think Robert Stone and Seth Rollins have a back going? Probably. <laughs> they have to, dude. Hey, go out there in the forget, worst gimmick. Don't forget the young bucks too. Yeah. Oh, first man. off, they they're doing it differently. They're showing off that they got a shit ton of money. That's yeah. how why they're doing it. Oh yeah. But I mean, but, but Seth, still. I don't know who the fuck gave this guy that fucking suit, bud, but Jesus. I've seen fucking better streaks on some kids' underwear. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> looking at Robert... Got... Go ahead. I was about to say, looking at Robert Stone's suit, like you were talking about the 50s, it looks like he was looking to take somebody to the sock hop. That's what it was. It's like Back to the Future when they're going to the sock hop. That's fucking <laughs> shit. Uh, suit, sec- suited at. Second squash match was Nice and Davari to Skid Mark Rowe. Uh, man. No reaction for Skid Mark Rowe? Okay. Hold on, wait a I minute. See how it is. Who, that big dude looked familiar. He's from what's the TV show? Uh, the the treasures, the yeah. uh, the treasures on Disney on Disney. A&E. Oh, that's AJ Francis. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh. That motherfucker played for uh, uh who did he play? For? He played for Seattle and he played for uh, I think Washington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he went undrafted. I remember I had a whole draft profile on that fucking guy. Well, it also makes sense that they put him with Swerve because he's on his podcast. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's where I know him from, too. <laughs> why ain't nobody listening to Swerve podcast? It's a good podcast. It's a- I don't know why nobody listens to it. I look at his thing. I'm like, why this cat only got 600 listens? That's <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. He, he played for a few. Um, Patriots, Seahawks, Tampa Bay, Buccaneers, Redskins, yeah, and the around. Giants. Oh, damn. Yeah, he moved around the league. First and foremost, Skidmark Rowe. And number Thank one. Thank you. Okay, it's fun. No, it is funny. I'm, I'm just it's saying. It's hilarious. I'm not going to lie. It is. It is. But it's just like looking at those two, I'm just like, uh, from the entrance and everything. And, of course, here's my thing, man. I'm a Long Island guy. I love me some Tony Nese. That broke my heart. But Ara Davari, he can fuck right off. You know what I'm saying? Fuck Davari. I, the, the match itself, obviously it was a squash match, but I was okay with it. And then they picked up the mic. Yeah. It's the promos the that are killing it for me. Yeah, well, the promos and their entrance music, I hate. But I do have to give them credit. It was better this week than last week. No, oh, yeah, well, I mean, it would be shorter it's this fine. week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still can't get behind the B.I.G. catchphrase because I've nah. heard it so many times in wrestling. If you don't know, now you know. Even John Cena kind of referenced it in the song. Yep. Yes. If you don't know by now, we didn't, we didn't want you want to know. It. See? That CD <laughs> never gets old. Dude, I'm going to say it right now. Every time you bring up You Can't See Me, man, I smile from ear to ear. I, John Cena and the trademark. Then a year later, he's singing Kurt Angle's theme in TNA. The yeah. trademark, Mark Predka. Yeah, buddy. If it all ended tomorrow, it was a banger. Dude, that was in the Marine, right at the credits. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. I, I, I'm not ashamed to say I enjoy that album. Still do. Right. Uh, and of course, main events, NXT, Steel Cage match. I mean, despite oh. some interference from Austin Fury, Bronson oh. Reed, what? You forgot one segment that made me laugh hysterically. Okay, so Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai are talking about the oh, session. Oh, yes. And then okay. here comes these dumbasses from Everrise, Matt Martell and the other guy. And no, chase- no, 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 no. Fat Jackson and not Nick. Yes. Okay. 
Thank you. Fat Jackson and not Nick. Freaking talking about more to ever rise their their show, their talk show, whatever. And then Raquel Gonzalez smacks the bejesus out of Matt Martell. Fat, fat Matt. Fat and Matt. I died. Fuck those guys. I hate ever rise. And I they, love uh, the fact. They definitely don't dress to show how much money they got. No. no. Great. <laughs> oh, that. We were not not going to talk about Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai just molly whopping ever rise. Oh, yeah, that, that'll make you feel like a man getting punked by this gigantic woman. Yeah, but she's a beauty, man. I got to say, mean, Raquel. Yeah. So, I was, mm. was going to say, you can just talk about Raquel and Dakota in general. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, main event, I think, what is it, 17 years it took? Bronson Reed, he's finally won a championship it's after uh, Jesus. defeating Gargano. Oh. How long is he going to hold it, though? That's the question. Yeah, North American title's been kind of hot potato, too. Yep. I mean, they get like two, three months in, and then it's okay. Uh, so it's, at least it's not like every four fucking weeks. Yeah. Oh, remember that time um, Ricochet lost it, and then they had to give it him back for the halftime show? Yes. Because they hadn't aired it yet. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those were the days. But yeah, Bronson Reed finally wins it. And I'll be honest with you, I'm happy because he's worked his butt off. But at the same time, like you guys said, how long's how long is he gonna be holding it? You don't know. Um, the longest reign is actually 231 days by anybody. Pete Dunne. Valentine Dream. Ah, oh, fuck that guy. <laughs> Wait, was Pete Dunne ever? No, was he the? No, he wasn't the North American champion. I don't know why you said that. Well, he was the North American champion, wasn't he? He was UK champion. Oh, yeah, UK. No. Okay, then that's perfect. So that's the belt he needs to go after right now. First and foremost, F the Velveteen Dream as well. I will say that fucking mm-hmm. Velveteen Dream. But Pete Dunne and Bobby Fish, I like that. Uh, you probably yeah. forgot Roderick Strong was champion for one day. Oh, no, yeah. oh, sorry, for 126 days. It was, yeah. who am I thinking of? Gargano held it for four days. Did he really? Four yeah, days. I think that was his first reign, so that was just, that's the shortest reign. Well, he held it for four days, but because of tape delay, it was twenty-five. That that was when they had to give it back to Ricochet for the halftime show. Hmm. Gotcha. <laughs> man, when it comes to Ricochet, like I was talking about him and Sheamus killing it on Raw on the kickoff, man. I'm gonna say there's a lot of finger popping going on. Like there used to be a whole lot of shaking going on. There's a whole lot of finger popping going on. But I gotta tell you, man, wearing his just jeans and he's going out there having some fun and killing it. Actually letting him get that shine, man. Not be that main event level star, man. Y'all got heat with him for what he said on Twitter. That was ridiculous. I no hold whoa no. What? <laughs> No, but was it though? No, no, no. I think that was blown way out of proportion. Ricochet is hands down one of the most like high flying, athletic some bitches I've ever seen in my life. You you know what I think it was? I think people played the gender card. I think if he'd have said that about another male, nobody would have given a shit. Exactly. If, If if he said it about another male. Or if he got the vote and EO fucking made that tweet, oh, yeah. he, nobody would have said shit. You can't say you're better hey, than a woman. If in this day and age, everybody's hollering, 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 hollering for equality. Yep. If you want to be equals, then be a damn equal. And Ricochet is better than EO Shirai. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. All right. So, don't I mean, get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I love EO. Yeah. yeah, right. Everybody knows that. I love Eo. But 
I'm sorry, you go to an indie show, because let's be honest, like Ricochet, he don't get the time of day No. in WWE. But if you ever saw him in person in an indie show, you wouldn't, you would not argue that. No, he's fucking so dude. He's so goddamn good. I mean, hell, that the one fucking match with him and Will still to this day is talked about when all they do is like flipping around. Yeah, like one of my all-time favorite matches was between Ricochet and Cedric Alexander. Mm-hmm. Good shit. Absolutely. I mean, you... even though I got kicked in the face. <laughs> <laughs> it's something to remember. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah, Ricochet's only been back on TV for a few weeks, so obviously we're not seeing his full potential in WWE. I mean, no. goddamn, son of a bitch, have you not seen the damn uh, Monday Night Raw commercials? Ricochet can be in mid air and do a flip and cut a promo yeah. in mid air. Shit's <laughs> <laughs> great. I actually missed that um, commercial. Fucking oh. Trav's got that eagle eye. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is Tommy Dreamer. Hey, this is the charismatic enigma, Jeff Hardy. This is the voice of Killer Cross. Hey, everybody, it's the interview queen, Alicia Atute here, and you are currently listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is AJ Kirsch, and you're listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. This is the CEO of Shane Taylor Promotions and Ring of Honor superstar Shane Taylor, and you are listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. Hey, yo, what up? It's Darby Allen, and you're listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Madhouse. Welcome to the Madhouse. Giving you all your wrestling information to the extreme. And right about now, we're about to take it to the max. It's time to take it to the max. It's time to take it to the max. It's time to take it to the max. And we're about to take it to the max. (laughs) Hey, so I got some breaking news. Get me. Check this out. Breaking news right now. Um... Mm-hmm. So, Will Ospreay suffered a neck injury May the 4th. This is coming directly from NewJapan1972.com. Yep. Uh, he memory. suffered a neck injury, and he has vacated the IWGP heavyweight title. Yeah. <sighs> uh, that means it's Okada time. I'm, I'm not celebrating his injury, but I think that's karma for celebrating that ugly-ass belt. I've just been saying for five no, fucking I'm years, kidding. you got to yeah. watch your goddamn neck. Well, that was my thing, too. Didn't he do, like, a friggin' Spanish fly and he landed on his fucking head? Mm. Yeah, I can see it now in my head. Mm. I, I still swear I'm the only person on this damn planet that actually don't mind that belt. <laughs> I don't mind. For him, it worked perfectly. For some weird reason, he and that belt, like, coincided. Like, they worked very well together. But when I was looking at that thing and I was looking at Coda, I'm like, no, I no, this I liked thing is it. no good. I don't know what it is. I liked it. I, it like I said, Will okay. Will made me like it. Now, my question is, will it look as good on Okada? Because that's the guy I'm worried about how good it's going to look on. I don't give a shit about Naito. I don't give a shit about uh, Tanahashi. He old as a bitch. I, I care about my man Okada. 
God damn it. <laughs> I want Okada. That's it. Okada. Uh, well, that's a 46-day reign. So longer than Coda. Yep. But, hang on. Hold on. Are we are we counting Coda's reign as unified champion? Because that was 59. So technically, he was world champion longer than Osprey. Well, this is technically the world heavyweight yeah, it's it's that As gray a area. Like WWE title, Universal title, World Heavyweight title. Mm-hmm. Can can companies please stop having more than one world title? Yeah, fuck's sake. Especially WWE. Like if like make like a junior title then or, or fucking you know what I mean like you got the IC like I I don't get it. This is why yeah, the I don't whole thing with, world titles. This is why the whole thing with Cesaro was so frigging confusing. It's his first world title. No, it's not. Okay, it's but universal. it's his first. Universe, yes, it is, but it's not his first world title match. Yeah, they'll argue you. It's his first one on one world title match. Okay, I'll give you that one. I don't give a fuck. Why <laughs> hadn't it happened sooner? God damn it. Yeah, and there, there was a small piece. I know we're backtracking a little bit, but there was a small piece meetup for maybe, maybe he could win. Yeah, right. He should have won. No. Yeah, it, it would have been a great moment, but anyway. Um, also, we, yeah, we also didn't say there's probably a good reason they've moved Hell in a Cell to April, and that's because the whole thing with Jimmy, uh, sorry, Jay and Roman kind of started with Hell in a Cell. Mm-hmm. So it's full circle. Anyway. Well, I'm looking forward to Roman. nobody's Jimmy. bitch. Yes, I love, I, I love that. I'm looking forward to Roman and Jimmy. I think they're going to kill it. Yeah. Um, Not in. This is Mash Wrestling, and if you prefer your podcast in audio form only, we are on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, and let's see if he feels like singing again. Castbox. We are Castbox. Courtney Cox. We're on Castbox. Courtney Cox with. Wow. That, that's that's very appropriate with uh, the Friends reunion coming up. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. But uh, fuck James Corden. Waiting for that yeah. one. <laughs> now, I have an appeal to make. Can the IWC please begin saying stupid shit again? Because there's no shit Mark say again this week. Oh, Bullshit, I got one. Okay. Oh, okay, so this is... I don't, okay, so I don't remember the exact fucking quote, but I will tell you this whole... Like, I got into an internet fucking argument with this absolute fucking dweeb absolute dweeb so it, it was talking about um, I think he had posted the whole uh, it was like the uh, 434 or whatever had posted uh, oh. Chris Jericho's tweet about uh, you know oh the zombies have set wrestling back 30 years or whatever the fuck and I just I hit the laughing emoji or whatever and the first like comment I saw was was Oh, how zombies are bad, but what about the Undertaker? Like, you guys believe the Undertaker? And then he uh, went on this whole rant about fucking buckets of blood. MVP. And, and yeah, I was like, MVP pulled the same shit. So I was like, okay, well, wait a minute, dude. For, for, first off, I was like, the Undertaker's been around for like a hundred fucking a hundred years. Okay, let's be let's, at this point like a hundred fucking years. It's really not, but <laughs> in our minds, it is. You know, the guy was around forever. He never died. He was the dead man. So you have that and then you have you know this the fucking movie for Netflix sponsorship that eventually took over your took over and ruined what could have been a pretty good damn show 
and, and, and like I saw I had this whole argument. Then he turns it to, oh, I bet you were one of those guys that, you know, has to that love blood and guts. And my argument was, so I said, well, the match was called Blood and Guts. There was meant to be a lot of blood. Oh, well, that's why WWE doesn't blade. It's not safe. I said, well, first off, just like Jim Cornette says and like how everybody in wrestling should say, if you're not going to have a cage, if you, can't, if you can't bleed in a cage match, don't have a cage match. Ball game. And yeah. he went on some fucking rant about, well, guys in WWE go hard way. I'm like, no, they don't. They have to kick their own ass to fucking try to make this look good. Idiot. I'm pretty sure there was some hard way blood and, and blood and guts. There was plenty of it. Fucking look at Sammy alone. <laughs> Sammy got busted open on his arm, on his head. That fucking, he landed face first on the rim of the fucking chair. That's what busted up his eyebrow. He didn't gig. That's what he was like. That was a red mark. He had a red mark on his face right when he got into the ring. I was like, that was war paint, you moron. <laughs> fucking hell. Like, I just, I'm like, I don't fucking get it. Like, you're, are you really, you're really going to argue with a company that their heyday was in 90s between, and not even 97, was in 98 to 06, Okay, and then it fucking hit the shitter. Yeah, every you know what I mean. So like, don't your fucking company's not the end all be all. It's having to fucking get shit from thirty years ago. Papa Shango has possessed Alexa Bliss. Okay, if you don't know who Papa fucking Shango is, then I don't know what the fuck to tell you. He's a fucking voodoo fucking. He was a voodoo guy. Guess well, what sure. Alexa Bliss is? Voodoo. I, I really don't know what people's problem is with Blood and Guts just because it was bloody, but yet they'll gladly defend voodoo and fucking zombies on Mondays. Well, I'm sure we'll see some Papa Shango next week on Biography because they're talking about Ultimate Warrior this week. Yeah. Please, please, oh. a and &E, I hope you leave in the fucking parts where Papa Shango possesses the warrior and he's fucking puking up bullshit. Yep. So I, I can say, look, it's Alexa Bliss, thirty years ago. <laughs> I Assholes. I have to giggle at this one little clip in the preview of the Ultimate Warrior biography with, with Vince McMahon saying we had a, a very personal relationship that a lot of people didn't know. Bullshit. Uh, you didn't speak to him for twenty years. Each other butthole out. <laughs> I think but. he almost said that same thing in the self-destruction of the Ultimate Warrior DVD back yeah. in like five. Which the whole DVD is was designed to ruin him anyway. Yeah. Well, I got like, some uh, stupid shit some people have said. Oh, cool. Okay. There you go. All right. I'll go after Trap. Go ahead, Trap. You got some All right. Stupid. So there's this uh, post I've been following. It says, what two things are wrong with WWE? Everything. Only two. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, somebody said it's the complaining fans. <laughs> yeah, you should just enjoy all the crap. Uh, somebody said, uh, RK bro. What? <laughs> um. <laughs> Someone said it was uh, the how they get number one contenders. What? Somebody even somebody had the audacity to say that uh, <laughs> it was uh, Triple H. Whoa! 
What the? Okay. Was that was that one Brett? Yeah. <laughs> no, unfortunately, <laughs> that would have been great if it was. He never did anything but, yeah. memorable in his whole I'm career. Like, you gotta be like, <laughs> out of all the things wrong with WWE, they had to say fucking Triple H. Okay, if you only want two examples, fine. Vince McMahon, Bruce Pritchard. <laughs> I was just saying Vince McMahon and, I like, and uh, Kevin Dunn. Oh, Kevin Dunn, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I commented on it. I was like, the writers and Vince. Yep. Tur- okay. Now, somebody did, somebody actually did say Vince McMahon, Bruce Pritchard, Kevin Dunn, and John Laurinaitis. Or ain't too bad. Yeah, he's just a yes man. Yeah. Give get away get get the guy that he says yes to away, and he might not be so bad. Hmm. All right, I'll go. So right. the only the only thing I, I did see there were some people. I mean, I think it's cool that uh, AEW is going to TBS, which I think is cool. I mean, it gets to add a little more elements, you know, with TNT now on TBS. Some people were joking and saying, hey. TNT title make it the TBS title and there's some people there saying oh they could stay on TNT and I'm just like alright there was some like negative shots and then there was the funny shots called the TBS title so that's really all I saw was everybody just there were some people that were going ham on AEW going to TBS okay explain it to a Brit what's better TNT or TBS well TBS okay. for the 605 and Saturday nights it has its lineage on TBS and mm-hmm. TNT okay. there you go so it's a good that was that's the first really- Go ahead. Uh, there's not really a difference, really. No, nah, they're both Ted Turner. They're the Turner Network Television okay. and Turner Podcast. I love y'all. Check this out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay it down for you, Daz, because this is what I do. I'm that nerd shit. <laughs> so here's the here's the difference. So I, I don't know if you already know, the NHL is the reason why they're yeah. moving over. So here's the thing, though. TNT, TBS, yes, they are both owned by Turner. I am a little curious what they can do with the TNT title, but I, I really, at the same time, I don't give a shit. Um, I've seen a lot of negative talk. Oh, they're going to move the TBS. Oh, that's bad. Oh, that's going to be negative. You know what was a good lead-in for a lot of AEW shows last year? Was the NBA. You know it's going to be a great lead-in for a lot of fucking uh, Dynamite shows this in 2022 or whatever next year? Is going to be the fucking MLB. So you got hardcore fucking baseball fans who are used to watching wrestling, by the way, now have access to wrestling right after fucking baseball or right before baseball. So there's that. Uh, I believe TBS has a higher uh, 18 to 49 or 18 to 39 demographic than TNT does because they play a lot of reruns like Family Guy, American Dad, Big Bang Theory, shit like that. So it's like this is a this is a reality. It's a really good move, and on top of that, they now get a Friday show too. Yeah, Rampage. So fuck, dude. I mean, it's a it's a win on all fronts except for the TNT title. But and then on top of that, like if you're going down the TV gun on cable, if it's if I don't even know what channel it is on uh, for TNT, but let's just say it was channel forty one. TBS yeah. is. 42 so it's like side by side yeah they're so right next you're to watching the guide and be like oh that's where dynamite is okay it's just like right there so nobody's gonna miss if it. you're watch hold on wait if you're watching the guide this isn't 1999 pal there's no fucking tv guide <laughs> channel anymore yeah there is 
bullshit. Fucking show me how. I watch that shit all the time. <laughs> hey, that's all I did when when we were in the hospital with Oliver. That's all I did. I, I watched the guy. <laughs> yeah, you were. Okay, well, I can, I can equate that to what we have in Myrtle Beach. We have TV 33, so that was a very popular thing. So he's right. We all have our different forms that, of guys. That just sounds like another age rating. you got to be yeah, 33 right? to watch it. <laughs> nah, it's, it's that, that was the Myrtle Beach channel for all the locals and the tourists coming in. They watched the best TV 33. You had the lovely Vanna White on there who was smoking. You had Jeff Foxworthy talk about TV 33 when he comes to the beach. And the whole nine, so yeah, it's one of those things, man. Okay. I think well, final, the final thing question. is uh, is a fucking TBS is in uh, two and a half million more homes than T- TNT. Oh, hmm. okay. So yeah, we're now, expecting numbers to go up. Should yes. Now the other question, Moses, is does uh, TBS have their uh, streaming app like TNT does? Uh, yeah. Then I'm okay with it. Yeah, no, theirs has been in play for a while too. Okay, Turner now, was on that shit. Another question from a Brett. This one goes to Tony Khan. Can you please fix the friggin' ITV deal so we can get it live? <laughs> oh, yeah. What the fuck there, TK? Come on, bro. Don't it's, you own a still, fucking UK club? It still airs on a Friday. No, mate, that's Impact. Yeah, I think it doesn't airs he, today on uh, on ITV4. Doesn't, doesn't he own tomorrow. a fucking football team? Yeah. Out there. So I then mean, what the hell, pal? We, we did get the pay-per-views live on ITV box office, but that was new at the time AEW launched, and it died very quickly, so it shut down. You know where, you know where they should go for that in the UK, man? You know where they should go? Where? Boulder Creek Boulder TV. Boulder Creek TV, son, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, speaking of Impact really quickly, what I thought was also interesting, because we're talking about cable channels and everything and what's going to be on, so Access TV, besides Impact Wrestling, what we also get there on now, because back in the day we used to have the... Uh, New Japan with the G1 on there. We had WoW Women in Wrestling. I did see that they also just added Invicta Women's Mixed Martial Arts, which I thought was pretty cool because they actually have a great promotion over there. And Jessamyn Duke and Shayna Baszler actually came from Invicta. You see, we we criticized WWE so much, but the one thing they did right was put everything in one place with the network. And then, of course, they freaking sold it to Peacock. Hey, I still remember the days of watching WWE 24-7 on demand, my friend. Yeah. What's, what's this shit with uh, Cena? starting a show or something on Peacock or WWE I don't know I know he's doing that stupid wipeout thing yeah so he's supposed to be like he's gonna be like producing uh, and like just doing like a whole bunch basically creating a new show okay I haven't heard about him I'm, I'm, I'm interested yeah I just haven't got a clue what it is <laughs> Hold on, I'm going to take a look. John Cena has a new TV show he's producing? Yeah. Okay, hold on. TV. All right. All right. I know he's done Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader that he's uh, been on. Yeah, it's supposed to be like some sort of... Oh, like... American Grip. Is that it? That that sounds old. I, right. I have... Never mind. I have no idea what it is. I just know that he's like producing a show that's like around WWE, but I have no idea what it's about. Yeah, I don't I see it right now. I just I just see Wipeout and Are You Smarter Than the Fifth Grade? Yeah. I don't see WWE. Somebody either. shared it in R. Somebody shared it in RWT a few days ago. I just 
Yeah, I, I found something. Uh, WWE Evil. Evil. Uh, yeah, that's what it's going to be called. Evil, 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 evil. Yeah, all right. I see. He, he did. He did an interview with Corey Graves about it. Uh, it's going to focus on some of the most villainous characters in WWE history. Okay. But yeah, I think John Cena's hosting it. <clears throat> yeah, he's supposed to host, uh, produce, and like one or two other things with it. All right. But it's going to be only on Peacock. Of course. You're only on Peacock. <laughs> All right, then. Uh, well, we mentioned AEW. Oh, it kicked off this wait a minute, week. Wait a minute. Before we get to AEW, can I play it since I mentioned it? Will you win? Well, go. Cool. Okay, yeah. Four down, fifteen runs, and it's our last okay. comeback. <laughs> That's bold. This is Boulder, the original Boulder Creek Steakhouse, where you'll always get a great deal on great family dining, like gorgonzola and bacon crusted sirloin steak, cheddar and broccoli stuffed chicken breast, or a half rack of ribs with popcorn shrimp. Your choice. Now only twelve ninety nine. Only at the original Boulder Creek. Everything's better in Boulder. It, it just makes me hungry every time I hear it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty hungry right now. <laughs> I can go for some ribs. That's bold. That sounds fire to me. Send <laughs> some black popcorn shrimp. All right, so Christian Cage picked up a win over Matt Seidel to kick off Dynamite uh, before No Socks Ricky Starks returns and Team came Tanner out with attacks. goddamn slippers on, boy. Again, yeah. <laughs> slippers. Say it right. I know you got. I know you got a broke neck, partner, but you got motherfucking slippers on. I told you, man. It's it's the '80s. They're doing the Don Johnson look with the shoes with no socks. No. I okay, whatever. That these weren't shoes though. These were slippers. These are some goddamn uh, house shoes. They was mules. (laughs) I I have this friend, and I till this day I have no idea why he does it, but he just randomly buys me. deck shoes and has them mailed to my fucking house and it's the same kind of shoes Corey stop sending this motherfucking shoes boy oh it's definitely not it's not Corey <laughs> but uh if Corey's gonna send you I, anything I it's gonna it be is. food I don't right? yeah for real it's alright with me <laughs> taco bell uh, <laughs> hell no never mind oh that's all that boy eats hey, taco Thank bell you. with no lettuce <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that that's the type of shoes that this guy always mails me and every time I wear them naturally I'm gonna wear fucking socks he bitches at me like a son bitch every time um, because I'm wearing socks I'm like I'm not Ricky I'm not doing it <laughs> I'm not Ricky Starks pal <laughs> oh that is a unique story <laughs> right yep <laughs> um, and great part of the beatdown so team ties are kicking the shit out of everybody Adam Page just walks out hands Ricky Starks his drink and then tries oh, to yeah, help hold this for me kid <laughs> that shit was hold my beer uh, that was a whiskey so hold this don't drop it oh yeah it was just a lot of whiskey fucking hell comes out here with his, with his fucking <laughs> that fucking goddamn top killed me. It's all fringed out and everything, and I'm like, "What the fuck are you wearing, dude?" Well, whatever. No, R- Ricky took a sip of the whiskey, just a little sip. It's like, yeah, not bad. 
What do you mean not bad? Yeah, right. Adam Page don't drink the cheap stuff. I was about to say, I was like, you ain't playing with some bullshit now. <laughs> you better watch how much of that you drink. Uh, so possible future feud between Team Taz and the Dark Order? Yeah, it looks that way. Down for down for. Then again, we've also I keep done. having this weird feeling that Darby's going to join the Dark Order, though. Ooh, that's a curveball. Yeah, I like it. I I don't I don't really like how we've gone from Darby dropping the TNT title to just not even caring about it and straight into this tag team feud with uh, Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. Yeah, I mean, I don't hate it, but I mean, it's it gives us Miro and, and Lance Archer, so I'll take it. Yeah, it it was a thing of beauty seeing Sting and Darby beat them down. Yeah, it it, it is though, and 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 it will be. Well, I don't know. I, I'm excited to see Ethan Page. I'm excited to see Scorpio Sky. I'm really liking him as a heel. So I'm excited for this. I mean, yeah, I kind of want to be like, well, fucking my man uh, should get a rematch. But yeah, I get Haas. I get Haas Warfare, so I'm about it. Oh, yeah, I'm down for the match. It's just weird how Darby just completely forgot about the CNZ title just because he lost it. Like, like nope, bye. Next, <laughs> next, please. Um, you know what else was a thing of beauty? I'm sure you'll appreciate this, Mike. Uh-huh. Mark's just dropping Max Caster after he mentioned Renee. Thank God. All right, I'm going to say this right now. Renee comes back with the line, get a blue check mark, get some W's, and then we'll talk to be on uh, the oral <laughs> sessions. Let me tell you something about Max Caster, and I said this in regards to Catholics. Not everybody from Long Island acts like this turd cutter to steal John Morrison's line. Man, every time, I like we've said so many times, I get it. Platinum Max Caster, it's one of those things where he's like, okay, I'm going to say it for the shock value. Drop him with the dirty deeds. Drop him with just everything in general with that damn finishing maneuver. It's one of those things where it's like, fuck, Max Caster, you got to go. Just go. You don't want to leave, but you got to go right now. You do need to go. Trey Song style. Get him the fuck off my TV. There we go. I did enjoy um, Kingston and, uh, and Mox's little... Every time they do like a little backstage promo, it's like the fucking best. <laughs> I mean, We're just they... like rambling on about like, oh, well, we got these acclaimed guys. Apparently, they're real good. And uh, Kingston, I fucking died. He's just like, one of them raps. One of them's a rapper. And he's like, well, what's the other guy? <laughs> He's the rapper's friend. I fucking died. <laughs> he's always the rapper's friend. They they are so good together. Yes. Uh, they really are. Now now Moses, I I gotta hear what you thought of uh, Varsity Blonde's backstage promo. Well, I did like the na- the the, the, the uh, dark side of the ring name drop. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that, besides I, I like that. Besides that, I mean, hell, I here's my thing. I'm not like the biggest fan of Griff Garrison his promos don't like overwhelm me but I'll, I'll tell you this much dude these fucking guys got on my radar after that main event oh yeah oh yeah well but they were on mine from that it, promo it was, the, it was the dark side of the ring reference that I was wanting to hear your thoughts about I figured that's what I was messaging about I was honestly like, like waiting I was waiting <laughs> for, I was like, why is this gonna have to be about dark side of the ring yeah, well, I mean, I love how he said people often wonder why it took so long to get in the ring, considering who my father was. Uh, and then he said, who my father was was why I kept out of the ring for so long. I believe that. Um, yeah, going back, 
going back to Mox and Caster, what he said wasn't exactly controversial. It was just stupid. Because Mox yeah. is going to kill you. That's my thing. But I love Mox's reaction. It wasn't just like, what the fuck did you say? It was just kind of like, <laughs> okay, wait till he gets in the ring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he told Eddie, he's like, I'm going to punch him in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, again, so that, that was a... Dude, no, that I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off, but like yeah. again, that dude is talented, but he needs to just shut the fuck up. That's what he needs to do with Max Caster. Again, talented. Same with Anthony Bowens. They are a very good tag team. but he, Not Anthony, but Max Caster needs to shut the fuck up. To make a comparison, it's like in 2005-2006 when William Regal and Tajiri were facing the heartthrobs, Antonio the Promise Thomas and John Roselli, Romeo Antonio Rizzelli. the Promise Thomas. That was my guy. So William Regal, John Roselli was having like an attitude problem. So William Regal gave a black eye to his partner just to say, yo, motherfucker, shut the fuck up. He beat up his partner as a friggin' receipt for just being a dickhead backstage. And you don't want to piss off William Regal. No, you don't. Hey, shout out wow. to Antonio the Promise Thomas and then the fucking the coolest name to a podcast ever. I lost my wallet in Jet Palenko. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest podcast name ever. Uh, third thing of beauty from Dynamite, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Oh, yes. Bro, whoever's feeding her, thank you. She is just getting <laughs> thick in all the right spots, boy. Like, I, I always, always was like, yeah, she's, yeah, I, I get, yeah, she's on the list. But now, shit, she's moving up the list, boy. I tell you what, Adam Cole, me and you, we gonna fight, partner. <laughs> I uh, concur with I can, I can curl. You know, I'm down with the thickness, so it is what I it is. I can see. Here you go. Down with the thickness, I like it. Um, but she, yeah, she did all she needed to do this week. Sent a message loud and clear to Sheeta after the uh, champion defeated Rebel, not Reba. Mm-hmm. Okay. Again, I, I will say this, because I know we're going to be predicting double or nothing coming up. And I'll say it right now, and I'll say it on when we predict it. If she does not win the belt, I'm going to be pissed. If she don't win, we riot. There you go. Facts. We'll see small fires all up around the country. Yeah, uh, and speaking of double or nothing, Kenny and Callis tried to convince Orange Cassidy to sign out this of double or nothing. Great. <laughs> Just no oh, reaction. Slowly rips the paper, but I loved <laughs> Don Callis's reaction and how he just changed mid sentence. Yeah, so if you just sign that, then what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and not only that, he's just like, if you like look at his eyes, even though his fucking glasses are on, he's like got like the look. Well, if he doesn't tear it up all the way, he can still sign it. Oh, shit. You're tearing it up all the way. <laughs> oh, God. That was so good. It was just how people s- hate him. He's fucking awesome. It was just how slowly he ripped it, and Kenny and Gallus are just watching it slowly rip. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, it's okay. I brought a spare anyway. Oh, yeah. I got another one. Here you go. You sleep on that one. I mean, well, maybe you shouldn't sleep on that one, but we'll see you tomorrow. It's like fucking hell. Uh, Don Callis is low key great. He really is, though. People people underestimate how just like I I get it. He's a, the fucking biggest prick asshole right now. But you know what? That's what he needs. He's to good be. at doing he it. He needs to be that guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's a dirty job, and at least he's doing it. <laughs> and he's good at it. Damn good at it. Exactly. He he's good at being bad. Hey, hey, it's a winning combo. Cyrus the virus. Mm-hmm. There you go. Let's forget about the jackal, though, because the jackal. No, I, yeah, I, I do forget about the jackal. I, I had already forgotten. 
Uh, as I said at the start of the show, somehow Red Velvet managed to get an NWA women's title match. She, she's not the worst wrestler in the world, but okay. how did she get a women's title really match? Carrying this girl, boy, let me tell oh, yeah. you that. And then, ah. and then stretching the fuck out of her. That was great. <laughs> Love that part. Hey, but one, I have one small complaint. It has nothing to do with this match. It has everything to do with that NWA women's title. Is that bitch plastic? I've never known. I've never really. I look. At the, I don't even I'm know what it looks like. Plate. I haven't paid that much attention to it. Well, first off, the strap looks like it belongs on a child's toy, and because like it just fucking twists and turns like nothing. I mean, it, it looks nice because it's white. But then I was looking at the center plate, and I'm like, is that motherfucker plastic? It looks plastic. It looks like it came straight from Undisputed Belt. <laughs> I don't know why you say it like that. I'm over here trying to get some fucking work from this contract with that shit. Back at least them bitches is gold, you know what I mean? I mean, looking at it now, the strap looks really thin. It is, like, yeah, right? I'm telling you. It looks really thin. You can, like, she, like, squeezes the fuck out of it, too. But look at that plate and tell me that that center plate isn't plastic. I also forgot about my favorite. Yeah, I remember now. My favorite part about the NWA women's title is they have the pictures in the middle of the plate of the champion. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's cool. But against uh, plastic. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me comment about Red Velvet. So... It's one of those things like she's not the worst wrestler, but every time I see her, I'm like, she still needs a lot of work. <laughs> she still needs a lot of work. She's yeah, not cer- certainly not title material. No, like literally, how did she get a women's title match? But they just they have a thing for Red Velvet. You know what I'm saying? I don't. They get really it. do. They I don't really do. I don't get it. I don't hey, get trap, it. or not trap pause. Let Mike, let me ask you, since yep. you're you're dogging on Red Velvet, who's better, Red Velvet or uh, Ty Conti? Oh, Ty. Ty Conti all the way. There you go. No, I have to... You know what it is, too? Because I've seen Ty Conti in the Mae Young Classic and on NXT. The girl has that background in martial arts. Like, she can go, and she's tough. Red Velvet is just like, all right, Mrs. West Briscoe, here you go. Here's your match. Here's your push. I'm like, fuck it. Because ever since Brandy left, that's the only reason why she got the push. West Briscoe. She's married to West Briscoe. Or they're engaged. Yeah, where is he? I don't know. Somewhere wrestling in Florida. He was. He was. Was he NXT for a while? Well, he was in Impact for a while. He has a victory. Impact. My bad. Pause. Yeah, as a victory over Kurt Angle. He was in the Ices and Heights. I thought he was in uh, Ring of Honor. What was he? Is he? I just. I remember him. I remember of him. That's why I say that. He was in WWE developmentally like, very briefly, and then he went to Impact and he teamed with freaking Garrett Bischoff. And yeah, West Briscoe, Ring of Honor. ROH, ROH, do do do. No, we don't need a song for Ring of Honor as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, we're midway through Dynamite, but I just found some shit marks, say. Oh, wait, oh, oh. Yeah, he so, was in Ring of Honor. Hold on. Give me a minute. I apologize, man, for cutting you off. Uh, let me see. Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor. How you doing, baby? Uh, yeah, very briefly. He did a couple of appearances. Okay. Yeah. So, post goes up with a little bit of a fact. John Cena is the only face of the company to never turn heel. What? So, Hulk Hogan turned heel, Stone Cold turned heel, Brett, Batista, Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns is now turned heel. But John Cena was like a face 
from when he became face of the company through the rest of his career. Okay, are we going to just block out basic thugonomics? Well, this is the point. See, people start bringing that up, but it was like, the point was he never mm-hmm. turned heel after becoming face of the company. When he was Dr. Thugonomics, exactly. he was still a rookie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then somebody brought up ECW and was like, well, he turned heel for one night. No, technically he was still a face. The fans just he hated was... him. Thank you. <laughs> and Tony Lewis, the, the, the African-American gentleman, gave him the finger and threw his shirt right back at him? Yes. And I had to sneak him out the back door because Philly wanted to kill him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though we lost. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Uh, the Hammerstein Ballroom, man, that's always one amazing venue out there in uh, New York, man. I was at the one where... Uh, oh, Bob yeah, why am I talking about Philly? Philly wanted no. to kill Roman. New York wanted to kill Cena. There you go. <laughs> so right after that, I was at the one where, I don't know if you guys remember, I was at the Batista versus Big Show one where they all were chanting Change the Channel at that one in 06. Oh, that was a brutal night. Oh, that was a brutal night. <laughs> Does this have any recollection? Anybody remember Batista and Big Show and the Change the Channel chant? I, I remember oh, the God. Orton Swallows chant. Yes. Oh, my God. Wow. And Shannon Moore was the reject, <laughs> and he was in the dark match, right? And everybody started chanting him, fuck Matt Hardy and fuck SmackDown. They, Brian Kendrick and Paul London had an amazing match with the FBI and the dark match before that show, and everybody was chanting, fuck you, SmackDown, at Brian Kendrick and Paul London. And I felt so bad because they were fucking killing it. Yeah. I love the ballroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so back on Dynamite, uh, Anthony Agogo knocked out Austin Gunn, and it just kind of reminded me of Butterbean knocking out Bart Gunn. Shit was whack. <laughs> no, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about Anthony Agogo. Something about him, that that realism, that boxing boxing background, the Olympic, you know, being the Olympian, the whole everything. I dig it. I can get behind it. But, brother, you got to stop hitting people in the motherfucking gut. I mean, you hit, this is the first time you hit somebody in the face. Like, I need more of that. The blood capsule? Dumbest I fucking D I've ever heard. Don't ever do that shit again. Don't make a mockery of him. Okay? Because that's exactly what you did with that. You're making a mockery of this guy. Already. I remember when uh, Cena used the blood capsule when Brock beat the shit out of him and he tried to make Cena look tough by giving him a bloody mouth. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, I don't know if it was intentional. If it was, I love it because it was so quick and subtle but so cool. It may just be a coincidence. It's probably just me. But when Cody went to check on Austin, there was like a close-up of Cody and it was very similar to how Rocky looked at Drago after he beat well, I think that killed. was a happy coincidence yeah Apollo but yeah I, I it know was exactly very similar though what happened it was very similar he said because if he dies he dies exactly if he dies he dies Guys, he dies. You know, what? I gotta say this about Anthony. Wake me up before you go. Go. It's one of those things. <laughs> oh when... God. <laughs> so, oh, so fucking hell, man. When he put the flag on the Cody last week, I understand, man. I get it. But I, as I said, I still don't get it because again, we don't have a problem with the UK. This has nothing to do with the US against the UK. It's about a son of a bitch is coming after you and beating you up, punch you in the gut, punch you in the face. Don't disrespect me because my race. And it's one of those things where let's have it like that. We don't have to have this, you know, it's Cody going against the foreigner. Like, come on, man. We got no beef with the UK. We talked about the Revolutionary War last week, and I know too soon, Des. But it's one of those things where it's like, come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. 
Travis may want to turn his mic back on for this because I want to hear him laugh. So, you know what else we can call Anthony, Mike? What's that? Anthony. <laughs> YouTube, don't you dare flag us for that because it's all over TikTok. Yeah, you flag us. <laughs> Man, I'm so damn tired of that song. <laughs> That's the great thing about I'm, being on TikTok for a while. You eventually uh, completely get rid of that song. I'm going to be honest. Oh, no, it's, not even, it's like not even the videos. It's my daughter. <laughs> All day long. From the moment she wakes up to the moment she goes to bed at night. She is singing that damn song. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll awesome. be honest. The very first time I heard it was from Amir when he sh shared the uh, video he made of the dinner date between Mike and Travis. And you surprised <laughs> Mike by going live. Yeah. <laughs> that goddamn look on his face. First and uh, foremost, priceless. First and foremost, good times. <laughs> and number two, Red Robin is the shiznit. And number three, yeah. Yeah, my face. <laughs> no, number four, I try to block that shit out. <laughs> Why? Because it was funny. Oh, my face. My face. Uh, I can't look at Red Robin the same, but it's still, it's awesome. It's that's awesome. not bold. That's, that's not... <laughs> Red Robin TV, son, yeah. Red Robin, yum. <laughs> Uh, right. Yeah, we're 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 not we're not allowed to vacation in uh, Myrtle Beach anymore. So that so. sucks, man. It, want... it, it won't. It won't. It's not gonna happen anytime soon again. <laughs> no, there's a lot of crime up in here, man. Where it's it's like not safe to come over. Here. It sucks. And I'll admit it. I'll admit it because we've talked about this. And then you make fun of me for where I live and the statues and the architecture of buildings. You got to come at me about New York, and about South Kagalaki. I see you, Mr. Travis. Like we said, main event, Young Bucks uh, versus defeat the Varsity Blondes, but receive a beatdown from Marks and Kingston after the match and lose the shoes. Oh, that's right. This was oh, so fuck fucking great. <laughs> Eddie Kingston was it's, having the time of his life. <laughs> Eddie Kingston was, I was, oh, dude, I was dying. <laughs> I was dying watching this. He's like, I'm going to take your shoes. And I immediately thought of fucking homeboy from fucking Friday. And then I was like, you know what, boys? You know what made this whole thing great if he fucking takes his socks? And you know what he fucking did? He fucking took their socks. Oh, I fucking, oh, I wait, fucking bananas. I was like, this is the first time fucking goddamn Kinks probably had a new pair of socks since he was like nine. <laughs> yeah, definitely the most expensive pair. Hey, there you go. That was just the greatest. I was like, oh, well, there goes your $10,000 shoes, bub. Yeah, and I am all over Young Bucks versus Marks and Kingston. For the tag titles, oh, it's gonna be great. Yes. Double or nothing We're is looking sweet. Next Sunday, right? Yes. Yes. We'll be predicting yeah, that next it, week. I I legit cannot wait. Going down. Is it in Vegas again? Yeah, I believe so. Yes. Cool. No. No, uh, no. 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 It's in Jacksonville. Oh, they haven't Jacksonville. started touring yet. Yeah. No, that's. I don't think they're not going to do that. I think until July. It, okay. It's going to be in Florida, same place, but full capacity. Full capacity. Nice. Packed to the rafters, as Jim Ross would say. 
Uh -huh. There you go. He better actually say back to the rafters when we get there. Ow. Let me see. How many people does Daisy's place hold? And again, that's where they I say fucking. did a dynamite at Daily's place at full capacity once. 5,500 5, for Daily's place. Okay, not bad. That's not bad at all. Considering it's like the a, first full capacity oh, wrestling show. Do it. I love it. Let's go. Nah, they, didn't they uh, Didn't they do uh, Fight for the Fallen there? That was it. Yeah, it wasn't Dynamite. Yes. Yeah, I love the setup where they had the the screen sort of on the hard cam side. Mm -hmm. That's when they had uh, the Legos in the match. And then yeah. like that uh, CEO or whatever his name is. Um, yeah. Oh. Anyway. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Before we go anywhere, should we take over six Mortal Conflict? Our next special event comes your way in just over a month, as we celebrate the fifth anniversary of the Knowledge Championship on June 22nd and June 24th. Noah's title is on the line as Champions Chase match returns with Chad Malcolm, Ella J, Moses and Travis challenging Mike Larkin. It begins on the pre-launch show and the final dash takes place on the 24th. Fuck Chad. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be on the show next week. Oh, shit. <laughs> He's like, well, that's Why? right. I'll tell it to his face and curse <laughs> And then I'll take his yeah, shoes. Well, I take your fucking shoes, partner. <laughs> wait, wait, why, why is he on the show? Now? Because we're predicting double and nothing, and it's our title versus his title. Oh, all right, whatever. Oh, that's right, that's right. Uh, plus, the Phoenix is pulling double duty. Uh, first, he will defend the Max Rossing World Championship against the Queen of RWT, Mona Lynn. And Mona Lynn. we also know the winner will defend in a trivia battle against Mike at some point in June. Uh, sorry, July. Oh. July. And the promo championship is on the line as the Phoenix and Moses square off in their third bout to finally decide the champ of the mic. And, oh, breaking news, shots have been fired from Ryan Squared and now it's time to face the consequences. For the first time ever, a three-on-one handicap promo bout. Ryan Taylor, Louie and Ryan Sutcliffe will all feel the wrath of the demoness. Oh, boy. Oh, shit. Uh, originally, it was just going to be Ryan Squared versus the Demoness, but she wanted to take on all three. Well, Louie was talking shit about her on Instagram, man. That yeah. was hilarious. You, you don't don't throw sticks at a Demoness. What are you no. doing? Or, or stones. Why would you throw sticks? Sticks don't fly. <laughs> what two the point is, don't poke the bear. Yeah, don't poke them with stones or throw sticks. <laughs> oh, man. That goes down June 22nd and June 24th. Go to maxwrestling.net slash takeover6 for more information. At least my botch wasn't as bad as Moses' arc. Oh! Wait, wasn't it Noah? Yes. <laughs> oh, that's right. From the thing, I was like, hold on, wait a minute. What? It threw me off. I was like, I didn't build no fucking arc. Exactly, it was got... Noah. Yeah. <laughs> fucking dweebs. <laughs> and now we got the Rivals Championship up for grabs, man, on their show. Yeah, it's our turn to take all the gold. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we got our predictions title back. Yeah, we did. Myself, right. Moses, and Cookie. Cookie. Cookie lost it and then won it back in the same weekend. That's how you do. You gotta love Cookie, man. I, that's what I also love. Mike is awesome. <laughs> Mike is awesome. I cannot complain about Cookie. He's an OG too, right? Yeah. Like Max. Yeah. Yeah. Cookie. Um. Also a former. 
column writer and the old Max Rassin e-magazine. Gotta love him. Uh, well, that's about it for this week, so thank you everybody for tuning in. This is the Max Rassin Podcast. Remember to like and follow Max Rassin on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and follow us at Max Rassin UK on Twitter, Instagram, and the good old TikTok. Oh, no, 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 no. And above all, go check us out at maxwrestling.net. Follow us on social media at thecaptain512, at mcl92, at walker underscore ta92, and at smrpodnet. Before we tap out and bid you adieu, remember, Twitch makes Vince's dick itch. TikTok makes him look like a cock. And everyone on Anchor thinks he's a wanker, including Moses Marquez. Absolutely. So, uh, so many things, so many things are happening right now. Uh, Retro is officially coming back. Going to start back on Monday, starting with October 5th, 1996, for those who actually want to, you know, watch along, do the whole everything. Um, Bolt Rant has a few specials dropping over the weekend. I'm trying my damnedest to make the YouTube videos. If it fails, then just expect a whole bunch of audios. So don't worry there. There's going to be a redrafting. There's going to be a projected 53-man roster, projected starters. Uh, fucking what else is going on there? There was uh, got the retro, got the bolt rant. Uh, oh, dark side of the ring, retro side of the ring. That's still a thing. It, that's going to be happening. I pushed the start date to June, but just know that that's still in the works. All right. And Mike, who you been talking to? Well, I thought the Demoness was terrifying. I have an on-the-mic-with-Mike with pro wrestler Mother Endless, which was a lot of fun. Uh, we talked about her recent match for Invictus Wrestling and just a lot of great matches that she's had with the likes of Charlie Cruel and Vita Von Starr, who we could see in Ring of Honor and actually just competed for LFC. And speaking of LFC, the LFC podcast latest one with LFC CEO Sean Donnelly. We talked about the last event, LFC 31 Booty Camp 2. We talked about Sturgis coming up on the 12th, 13th, and 14th, three nights of LFC action. And we talked about a few Future show in Mexico, a lucha style event for LFC, probably around the October time period. And we also got a couple newcomers coming in for Sturgis, like Mia Annabella and Jezebel Romo, the owner of Lucha Girls and Santino Brothers Academy. So that's going to be fun. Uh, you guys could also check me out SM Show One, besides MCL ninety two, StephenMikeShow.com, SoundCloud.com, slash MCLarkin ninety two, LaundryFC.com for all your things beauty, strength, and dominance, podcast wise. And you could check me out on the Max Wrestling Podcast with my four horsemen brother and Dazzy Dangerously, Moses Marquez, and Travis the Walker Anderson. And you could also check out Dazzy and I doing a Netflix within the next week or two. And I'm going to get mad because this son of a bitch just likes to make me angry with all these friggin' reruns and all these damn movies with these fucking redos, man. I'm tired of these. It's like a raw retread. I don't want to see a retread of movies that were already good to begin with. I can't do it, but we're going to do it. Not only that, Mike, but uh, we're marking the first anniversary of the shift very soon with a special little interview. Ah, uh, yes, we have that interview coming. We just got to set in time and date. We're going to shoot the breeze and pop off, man. Pop off. Not finger pop off, but we're going to pop off. Yeah, Ricochet's not going to be there. Oh, my good gracious. <laughs> and join us... Next week! Next week! For Double or Nothing Predictions featuring bold predictions, Chad Malcolm. Why? Because why? <laughs> why not, okay. pal? That, that way we can take his belt, take his shoes, and his socks. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Bring, bring some Coming Jordans. Coming for your shoes, partner. You know what you got to do afterwards besides we take the shoes and stocks? Throw it over the telephone pole. Just throw his shoes over the telephone pole like he's fucking like Mike. That's what you got to do. No, no. See what I'm going to do? I'm going to take his shoes. I'm going to sell them back to him on eBay. You don't even know.
<laughs> Alright. That's how you make the money. There you go. This was episode 323. We will catch your ass down the open road. And that's the bottom line. Goodbye. And good night. Bang. Drake Younger, get the fuck out and don't come back. I'll take your shoes. That's where I was That's goddamn right. Phoenix, I'm coming for my bell and your goddamn shoes, sucker. <laughs> <laughs>